When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to our Celtic State of Mind. My name is Paul John Dykes. I'm joined by Kev McCloskey. And I don't think in my Celtic supporting life I have ever been sitting at half-time, Kev. Six, nothing up. I'm thinking about some of the big scoring, the high-scoring games I've been witness to where we've scored nine goals against Arbroath, Aberdeen, Dundee United. They weren't six, nothing up at half-time, I don't think. That was unbelievable in the first half. That was vintage, free-flowing football. Just what the the commenters were asking for before the game. Um, By far and away, the best free-flowing performance I've seen under Brendan Rodgers since he came back. What a statement of intent that is, isn't it? Absolutely incredible stuff. (laughs) Um, Whoever it was that asked for the rip-roading, free-scoring, never-boring Glasgow Celtic copyright event, uh, Tony Haggerty, before the game... (laughs) He's absolutely nailed it. That is uh, scintillating. Same thought process as your scintillating. Exactly. Same thought process as yourself watching that. Going like, I've seen us scalp a few teams in the past. Never have I seen us go six nothing up at half time. I don't think. I I was at Easter Road when we played Whitehill Welfare, and we only struggled to a three 0 victory. (laughs) You know, that's the game we should have been six nothing up at half time in. This has come from nowhere, absolutely nowhere. If you look at how we've played in the last month or so, and today it's been full of pace and purpose and it's been fast, everything's been a forward pass. And it just shows you, when we do that, we can be absolutely frightening. This is incredible stuff. Six nothing at half time, mate. You can't believe it. I know. And, you know, I want to bring in uh, the comments. That's what I want to do because, you know, we could go through the six goals. I don't think we've got enough time. We've only got 13 minutes left before the second half kicks off. We could go through each of the six goals. Six goal scorers. Cameron Carter-Vickers, Adam Ida, Matt O'Reilly, Dyson Maeda, Greg Taylor, Callum McGregor. Unbelievable. Some brilliant, brilliant goals in amongst that lot. Um, Maeda had a really tough time last time round against Beck. Yang is tearing him to pieces. You know, in the lead up to the sixth goal, um, you know where there was the very quick far check for the penalty on, on Yang. Yang ran three times individually at that Dundee defence and skinned him. Then he was kind of bundled down. The, the throwing goes back to Yang. It's him that finds McGregor. He has the wee uh, pass backwards and forth with Taylor. Honestly, the, there's a synergy tonight that we've we've been missing, Kev. And I'll tell you something, see that roar at half-time? If you're talking about um, the kind of influence of the Celtic crowd and you know how negativity can seep onto the pitch, that roar is the exact opposite of that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, we've spoken about this uh, after certain games this season where 
you can tell there's been a nervousness and an anxiousness with the crowd and they've not really been up for it and it seeps through to the players. Every now and again, you need the players to raise the fans as much as you need the fans to raise the players. And that performance today has done that. I mean, those guys are going to walk off at half-time. Heads held high because they're 6 nothing up anyway. But with that roar at your back, that's when you realise, and it's, it's not a full 60,000 that's in there today. It must be maybe about 50,000 by the look of it. And if there was a roof on Celtic Park, it would have been blown off by that. It was it's a phenomenal... Are we, are we talking... Are, you know, remember that we did blow the radio waves off. Remember, 5 nothing Cadet. Yeah, Judge Cadet. Yes. Are we talking those levels of racket? It's up there. Oh, we must be Radio 5 Live still coming back online just now after that. <laughs> there was something else. But, you know, imagine that, though. Like I say, you've gone off your... your Chuffed the bits with your performance anyway, then you get that roar. I'd like to think there's no way those players are coming back in the second half to take it easy because they know what's out there waiting for them. You, you know, we talk at certain games that this could be a double figures game. This really could be a double figures game if we go for it in the second half with that same intensity and maybe even introduce the likes of Kyogo off the bench. I mean, he'd love to get on there tonight. And get himself in amongst the goals. Yeah, not just him, Palmer. You know, I, I think Palmer. there's a couple. Of, there's a couple of people Green, on that Carter, bench. What a chance for him to get a decent run out. Well, I think there's a few players that have got a wee point to prove here, Kev. Um, mm. Obviously, that we spoke before the game about the fact that those with the starting berths deserved it. You know, you had guys in there that had come in from the cold. Uh, in Awata's case, um, Ida came off the bench. Jan came off the bench. And these guys deserve to keep their jerseys tonight. And we spoke about that before the game. But what that does is it knocks a couple of people back down the pecking order onto the bench. And they're sitting there wanting to be involved in this tonight. You know, Giant, the only footballer I've ever spoken to who was on a bench, who, who wasn't the first about going on, right? And this is true. With Celtic were played Barcelona in 2012. We all know the score of the game. It was the, the game that, that made Tony Watt, right? And um, I remember asking Paddy McCourt, he was on the bench that night, which you might not even remember. Oh, I bet you're dying to get on. He goes, no, nah, I was quite happy just to watch the game. <laughs> he says, I was watching the greatest club side in the world and being done in by Celtic. He goes, I was quite happy just to sit and watch it because I'm thinking you'd be itching to get on the park and get involved. Oh, you'd and I'm, be absolutely itching to get on it. Absolutely. Palmer, I'm sure, will be itching to get on. Uh, Kyogo. Will, will be the same. Um, and, and, you know, all week we've been talking about siege mentalities, getting, you know, letting the shackles off, all these kinds of things. We've been looking for a spark. We've been looking for something to trigger us into action, Kev. And it's happened this week. Yeah, it has. So I, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes this week. Inside the club, maybe there's been a few home truths told or whatever. And... Whatever's happened or, or whatever inspirational video Brendan's got the players watching during the week, it's worked, right? Whatever's been said, because that performance today, like you say, if you watch us over the last month, this is night and day compared to what we've been seeing. And in such a positive way, we're moving the ball really quickly. We've got movement that we never had before. We're getting the ball from defence to the wingers a lot quicker. There's my 15 passes in between that are going back and forward. It's really direct. And uh, Yang, for me, has been tremendous in that half. Mm -hmm. Like We spoke about Beck before the game and how he was 
probably the best player in the park. The last time we played Dundee, he's gotten booked inside seven minutes. And that's him on toast now. Yang can do whatever he wants against him because Beck can't touch him. Um, and then when you move Maedo over, he gets his wee bit of revenge by getting the goal since he a poor he came the last time up against them. So, yeah, look, whatever's happened during the week, whatever wheat a bit of porridge they've been eating for the breakfast in the morning, keep on doing that because <laughs> from now until the end of the season, because if we continue to play like this and we've got it in us, we could be very happy coming into the season. They have not to get too carried away here. Are we, but, uh, come on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Are we 80s reference? Uh, they've got the ready break glow. Kev, you'll remember that from the adverts back in the day. Loads of great comments coming in and around the water. Um, I mean, he was one of the guys, he's waited patiently on his chance. He's had a few injuries this season. And he's the type of player that you're thinking, uh, looking at him in this team, he just adds a real balance to that midfield, Kev, whereby mm-hmm. Matt O'Reilly, I brought up one of the comments earlier there, Matt O'Reilly and, and Callum McGregor are given a bit of licence, not to roam, but a wee bit more of a licence to, to be offensive because you've got that insurance behind you. Um, the moment that Carter Vickers misjudged uh, probably the weight of the ball, tried to kick it with his right, he was off balance, and um, it, it could have put us you know, in a bit of trouble. And what you got there is you got Celtic players, Johnston and Scales, really you know, backing their teammate up. But it was a water. It was a water that put a stop to that, mm-hmm. to that attack. And he's that type of player. Yep. I've seen him doing it against Millerwell over the weekend. And I think to myself, you know, people just come into form at the right time. And, and for me, the best thing to do is to keep them there. Um, whether he took him off at the weekend because he hasn't had much football or he, he did want a more of an, a, an offensive option in Bernardo, obviously the, the change was met by quite a few boos from the away support at, at Fur Park. You keep him in the... If he's fit, you keep him in that team. He's made a massive difference in that midfield, Kev. Yeah, he has done. Uh, there's comments coming in here. There's ones on all the WhatsApp groups that I'm in with folks watching the game. And his name is one that just keeps on coming up as to how impressive he's been in that half. I'd, I'd say probably him and Yang, for me, have been two of the right real standouts. But the moment that you're talking about where he, he tracks back and covers from Katavica's mistake, I was checking back on my notes as to when it was because I thought it was really early. It's in 13 minutes and it's 1-0. So if that boy's clean through and goal in 13 minutes at that time and scores, which has been our luck of recent weeks, we've got a completely different conversation that we're having just now. But he gets back, he does that dirty job, the untidy work in there, and he just mops it up, covers his man, and then plays a simple pass forward. And that's what he does so well. And you need that sometimes in a, in a team. Just somebody that does the, the thankless tasks, the bit that nobody really notices a lot of the time, and then just keeps everything ticking over. And the big thing that he does do by sitting in that sixth role there is free up McGregor and O'Reilly to do what they do best. Um, and O'Reilly's one I'd noticed early on. I thought, oh, this is not going to be his day. He looks a bit leggy. He looks yeah. like a player that needs a rest. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know when it happened in the game. It might have been around his goal or just before, but but. Something's happened and he suddenly just stepped up a gear and he's demanding the ball all the time. He's playing the through passes. He's another one that's just making things tick. So, again, another solid performance from him. And really, what can you say about that other than 
some sort of superlative to say how amazing that first half was. Six goals in 45 minutes. When was the last time we did that? It was almost perfection. Have we ever done it? Someone in the comments may be able to tell us. Have we ever scored six goals in the first half of a football game? Uh, Paul Rooney from uh, Partner got a big shout out the other day from Geeky Dog, but I didn't see the shout out until the stream had ended. So there you go, Paul Rooney from Partner. I hope you're enjoying the game this evening. And Guitar Boy is also coming in. Thank you for supporting the channel. Pure joy, that's how I'm feeling. Yang showing his promise. Ida on fire. O'Reilly back on top form. What about the shot that hit the bar? What a goal that would have been. Too much to mention. Really hope the Motherwell game was a turning point. Listen, we've been looking for turning points all season. Um, I said when Ida scored the two penalties against Hibs at Easter Road in a rubbish game and a poor performance. You know, we were we were poor that night, but we got the we got the win. And we were talking that night about a turning point, Kev, and obviously we've, we've dropped points against Kelly at home. But Kilmarnock are a decent side, especially at home. And for anyone who hasn't heard, uh, half-time at Rugby Park, it's one nothing to Kilmarnock. So there you go. We'll be keeping uh, half an eye on that. You, your eyes were looking at me a bit concerned. That surely Rangers haven't scored, have they? <laughs> uh, minute of the second half. I was hoping not. <laughs> no, 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 as far as I know, they've not. No, I just, uh, I just, I don't know that I want to know that score just now until it's full time and it's confirmed that that's what it is. Right, I'm going to say something right here. No matter what happens tonight, okay? No matter what happens tonight, we might be talking at full time, Kev. Who knows what might happen at Rugby Park? Celtic have got this game sewn up. Hopefully, we get a good second half as well. But what I would suggest is that first half of football here at Celtic Park and at Rugby Park shows, and I'm echoing what Brennan Rodgers said at the weekend, this title is far from over. Anything can happen. It is a pendulum at this moment in time. Celtic might end up sitting on top of the league tonight. I'm not counting my chickens even after that first half performance. It might not happen, Kev, right? But whatever happens, remember this conversation at halftime throughout the rest of the season for the next 10 and a half games in this league title fight because... Anything can happen. The league is there to be won and Celtic have the capabilities to win it. That is amongst the best halves of football I've seen Celtic playing so much. So I can't wait to get stuck into the second half. Thanks, everybody, for getting involved. 1,800 strong at halftime. Uh, Celtic 6, Kilmarnock nothing. Let's go back to the action and join us at full time. Hopefully we'll get 10. Surely not. Thank you for everybody getting involved. And thank you to Kevin McCluskey for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. Podcast Network.